your friend, Pastor Josh. Today, we are exploring the benefits of raising your Ebenezer based on 1 Samuel chapter 7 and verse number 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. I want to ask you a question first. Actually, a couple of questions. Why do we hold Remembrance Sunday every year in the UK? Why do different nations celebrate days that mark the victory that they've experienced during a previous war? Why does it matter? Why do we celebrate Calvary and Christmas annually? Why do couples celebrate their anniversaries? Well, one wise man once said, whatever you do, whatever you do not celebrate, exits your life. In other words, whatever you do not celebrate will leave will depart from your life. And I'm going to shed more light as we talk about the wisdom of Ebenezer. But let me just give a little bit of background uh, to the story, to the verse that I've shared, the story behind this verse here, behind 1 Samuel 7, 12. This scripture uh, gives a marvelous account of a critical error in the history of Israel under the leadership of one of the greatest judges, the prophet Samuel. And it has profound relevance for us today, of course. You see, what had happened is that the nation had suffered apostasy, backsliding, and oppression for a period of of at least 20 years. But that all changed when Samuel led the nation and presided over serious repentance, confession, and renewal of loyalty to Yahweh. So after the people returned to God wholeheartedly, after they renounced their false gods and sought God in all sincerity, God delivered them from their enemies in a glorious victory. Now, in order to mark this turning point, Samuel set up a monument and he called it Ebenezer. So he took a a stone, a pillar, and erected it in a place between uh, the towns of Mizpah and Shen to mark this victory. And uh, that word there that he, that name that Samuel wrote on this pillar literally translates stone of help. Because he was saying thus far or hitherto, up to this point, we can assert, we can testify that God has helped us. So Ebenezer literally means stone of help. Now, today we are looking at the wisdom of erecting an Ebenezer in your life and in mine. And we'll also share a little bit about how do you and I make that happen. Do we need to go about finding some pillars, some cenotaphs that we erect? Or what do we do? Um, But we want to talk today about the wisdom 
of uh, erecting our Ebenezer's and various ways in which we can do it. And we are discussing this subject, this wisdom of erecting an Ebenezer, by looking at the three wonderful facts that represent what Ebenezer signifies. So that concept of erecting a stone of help signifies three things. Firstly, it signifies reception of divine help. Reception of divine help. You see, my friends, when Samuel set up this pillar, this stone, this rock of help, he was testifying that indeed the nation were recipients of the help of God. Interestingly, Israel had been thoroughly defeated, losing 34,000 men at a place with a similar name 20 years previously. Now previously, they were defeated because they were not right with God. And Yahweh had specifically raised Hannah and sent a prophet to mobilize a revival of true, of true faith and righteousness, this guy Samuel. And this is why now the nation triumphs where they had previously fallen. And by the way, the, the Philistines attacked when Israel was most vulnerable, when they were gathered in one place in an attitude of worship and not of warfare. But Israel had received supernatural help just when they desperately needed it. And so, my friends, they had received help. Their hope had not been in vain. They had not mourned and lamented after God in vain. The prophet's intercession had not been pointless. And the repentance of the saints had not been pointless as well. God had showed up for them. God had, had come through for his people. And my dear friends, I want to say to you and me that Ebenezer means reception of God's help. We celebrate, it's an opportunity to celebrate the help that we have actually received. And I want to say to somebody today, religion devoid of results is worthless. Can I tell every Christian under the sound of my voice, we are not following a make-believe spirituality. Our prayers, our fasting, our worship and sacrifices are not in vain. Tell me, my friend, what specific help have you received from God lately? What is your testimony? Oh, my friend, talking for myself, I have many. I am not ashamed to erect my own Ebenezer, my own testimony that I have received and I continue to receive supernatural help. Oh, my friends, you know what we've gone through over the last couple of years. This pandemic has ravaged our globe. I have so many friends and family who have survived this difficult time. And many of them testify that it has only been by the grace of God. My dear friend, I want to say to you, the very breath that you and I can, can have, and this is one thing that has come through during this pandemic. You know, the ability just to, to breathe is something we've begun to appreciate more than before. And as for me, I want to testify that to me, I can say that God has preserved me. And I want to say to you, everyone under the sound of my voice, 
You need to celebrate your reception of divine protection. You need to erect your own Ebenezer. You need to acknowledge that you have received divine help. Are you able to make, to take a breath? Are you able to take or to make a step? Are you able to move on your own? You know what? Every breath you take, every step you make, it's all because of supernatural help. The sunshine that we receive, the health, the sanity, the clarity of thought, the ability to communicate ideas. I believe, my friends, the help of God that we are receiving in our lives is much, much more greater than we acknowledge readily. And I want to plead with you to begin to acknowledge the, the help that you've been receiving from God. Sometimes he uses human vessels. Often he does. He may not thunder from heaven and vanquish your enemies as he did for the nation of Israel in 1 Samuel 7. Sometimes he uses some human angel. He uses someone that, that's connected with you. But you know what? We need to acknowledge that God is still in the business of helping his people. Not only bringing us rain and giving us oxygen and giving us the strength to move and live and have our being, but even to save us from the control of sin. And I, for one, I can testify that I've been a recipient of divine help even in the battle over sin. The salvation of God is the greatest help that anyone can receive. Can I ask you? Have you received the salvation of God? Are you born again yet? If you are, you need to celebrate it every day. Raise an Ebenezer. Raise an Ebenezer every day. Say, I acknowledge that I'm saved. I am delivered. I'm set free. My sins are forgiven. And my name is written in the book of life. Raising Ebenezer by way of a song, by way of a testimony. Is that making sense? Wonderful. So that is the first significance. That's the, the first fact that Ebenezer signifies. Secondly, this stone of help, Ebenezer, signifies recognition of divine help. Write that word down. Recognition of divine help. My dear friend, as far as this nation was concerned when they experienced this divine intervention, when they experienced the magnitude and the scale of uh, victory that they did experience, there was no longer any confusion about who had authored it. They tried for years to rely on their bowels and their other god gods and goddesses to no avail. All their ideas had, had failed. They'd been beaten all systems out. They'd been defeated thoroughly previously. But when they turned to God, they received victory. And on this occasion, there was no debate regarding who had caused this victory. They knew that this help, their help, had only come from God. The only helper they had was Yahweh. Likewise, my dear friends, 
We must not expect divine help when we resort to demonic support or occultic support. In order to enjoy God's help, we must abandon all satanic ways. Another deadly trap bedeviling many believers today is, is Satanism masquerading as Pentecostalism. Saints beware. There are so many false prophets in vogue today. Of course, there are wonderful prophets of God, servants of God around as well. But there are also, as the Bible says, many false prophets have gone out into the world. And so we're in danger of ascribing to the evil one or to false prophets what God is doing. I want to plead with you to intentionally recognize the authentic help you're receiving from God. How many times do we ascribe the breakthroughs that we achieve, the successes that we attain? How many times do we attribute them to our own genius? How many times have we taken the credit for what God has done for us? Oh, my friends, it is high time you and I ascribed all the glory to God for his salvation, for, for his blessings, provision, protection, healing, and promotion. Let us, let us begin to say once again, to God be the glory. As per the words of that good old song, to God be the glory. The psalmist says in Psalm 115 and verse 1, not unto us, not unto us. Oh, I see so many people who are, are unashamed, who have the audacity to claim credit for what God has done. They have God, God opens doors for them. God gives them strength. God gives them sanity. God gives them wisdom and, and uh, connections. And when they experience victory, they attribute the glory to themselves or to someone else. Can I ask you this, my dear friend? Are you, are you giving God the glory? Are you giving God the glory? I'm reminded of a text in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 17 where Moses warns the delivered pilgrims to beware lest they begin to claim that their power and, and the might of their hand has gotten them this wealth. He says, when you arrive in the promised land and you're living in nice houses and you have orchards and fields and harvests and stuff and livestock and so on and uh, you're prospering, he says, do not fall into this trap where you begin to claim my power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. Oh, so many Christians boast about their genius today. Sadly, so many people today, even in the church, they are bold to assert, to assert their own genius, their own brilliance, their own eloquence. And you don't hear no, no trace of glory being ascribed to God. It ought not to be so. Can I plead with you? 
raise you Ebenezer. What do I mean by that? Ascribe glory to God. Recognize that it is God who has shown up for you, who has raised you from the ash heap, who has raised you because God is in the business of raising the poor from the dust. It is God who's done it. If you attained greater heights, dizzy heights in life, uh, give God the glory. Do brilliant ideas come into your mind? How do they come into your mind? How do you end up having those brilliant ideas? Don't you know that it is God? If you're eloquent, if you can play music, if you've got some other talents, where did you get them? I want to plead with you today to ascribe the glory to God. It's time you and I acknowledged that all that we are, all that we can do, is because of the grace of God. The Bible says, freely you have received, freely give. Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God. You are what you are, my friend, by the grace of God. How do we demonstrate that we recognize God's intervention? God's help in our lives. How do we erect our Ebenezer's of recognition? There are many ways. But one way is to testify. When something good happens, practice telling people that, you know what? I've experienced a breakthrough and I give God the glory. Amen. Another way is to pay a portion, is to give God a portion of your money. When you have when you've a windfall, we have an income. In fact, what I do is, Every income I received, a percentage, a minimum of 10%, I give it back to God in acknowledgement. I'm recognizing that God has helped me. Another way is to throw a praise party where you just, uh, you're just praising God. Put together a selection of songs of praise. And you're just saying, you know what, today I just want to Praise your name. I just want to lift my voice, lift my hands as well, and say I love you, and say thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. I want to plead with you to learn how to turn every blessing you receive into an opportunity to bless the Lord. Turn every blessing into a praise. After every breakthrough, do something to celebrate, to recognize that it is God. Whenever you're blessed, give thanksgiving. One mistake I've noticed believers make is that often when they receive divine help, they celebrate and enjoy themselves and forget to give God the glory. They party. It's not a praise party, but they just have their own party and never give a thanksgiving offering or give a testimony or anything like that. They just think of themselves. Then you're not recognizing God. Thirdly, Ebenezer signifies a record of divine help. My dear friend, Samuel's intentionality is unmistakable. The Bible says he took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shem and called it Ebenezer. So he chose to memorialize the event of divine intervention. He knew that it was very, very easy and very possible for people to forget what God had done for them. And and so it is for us, my dear friend. Forgetting is very easy. Unless we record it, we cannot remember it. Generally, 
unless you record something, you're very likely to forget it. Oh, my dear friend, the Bible teaches in Psalms 103 that we must endeavor not to forget the benefits or the blessings of God. Oh, that's why I love this song that goes, when I remember what the Lord has done, I'll never go back anymore. Of course, the implication is that when you forget what God has done, you are likely to go back. You're likely to go back into the world. I believe the reason why many people backslide today is because they've forgotten. They've not recorded. In their journal, in their prayer journal, they've not written it somewhere. They've not erected an Ebenezer that reminds them that, you know what? I am what I am by the grace of God, by the blessing of God. Oh, as the psalmist says in Psalm 103, let us learn to enumerate, to count our blessings. My dear friend, I want to beg you to develop a habit of recalling the good things that God has done for you. If you're not intentional about recording the miracles, the breakthroughs, the turnarounds, the windfalls that God precipitates in your life, your you become liable to forgetting. You become liable to forget and also to backslide. Let us beware. By the way, this is one reason why the sacraments are so powerful. You know, like when you have a holy communion, many Christians think, you know, it's just ritual. Why do we go through these rituals? Oh, it's an Ebenezer. Every time, every time, you are partaking in Holy Communion, in the Eucharist. You are erecting an Ebenezer. You are memorializing. You are reenacting. You are helping your conscience. You are helping your mind to remember what the Lord has done for you at Calvary. And that's why one, one of the most powerful cures of backsliding is just to not only to attend church, but also to partake in Holy Communion. You remember when you're having those elements in the solemnity of uh, the Eucharist, you're, you're remembering, you're recording, hallelujah, what God has done for you, paying the ultimate price for your forgiveness and my forgiveness on the cross of Calvary. Interestingly, fellowship, meeting with fellow believers is another stone of remembrance. Also, personal devotions. You know, when you make time every morning to meet with God in prayer and reading His Word, you're setting up an Ebenezer. And I want to encourage everyone under the sound of my voice, if you don't have a prayer journal, get one, grab one, order one online, or walk into some bookstore and get one as soon as possible. Because when you, when you write down what God has done, when you have a dream, when you have a breakthrough in your life, note it down. Keep a record of what God is doing in your life. The special events, the interventions, the answers to prayer. Keep a record. That's one of the most precious things you can do in your spiritual journey as a child of God. Often I've gone back to stuff I've recorded. I've written down what I've experienced in my journey with Christ. And I've been edified. 
I've been strengthened afresh. My, my faith, my hope, my joy, my focus has been revived. May yours be as well. You and I need to be intentional about recording the divine help that we get uh, from God. Let me also end by saying faith and spirituality always need support. Don't leave your faith to chance. Be intentional about recalling what God has done for you. I believe the reason why many folks are depressed today is their amnesia, their forgetting of past blessings, breakthroughs, and benefits received from God. I think I must come again. I believe the reason why many folks today are depressed is the amnesia of past blessings, breakthroughs, and benefits they've received from God because they did not capture them. They did not record them. Remember, my friend, remember to celebrate your reception of divine help, your recognition of divine help. Remember, he's the author and the finisher of your faith. He's God who's perfecting what's happening in your life. He's the one who began this good thing in you and he will bring it to completion. Recognize that it is God. Ascribe glory to God. And finally, to recap, record. Ebenezer signifies a record of divine help. Remember to record in writing or video or audio or one way or another. Uh, write a poem. Do something to help you remember what the Lord has done for you. And you will never go back. You will never go back. Thank you so much, my dear friend, for joining me uh, for this special podcast on raising your Ebenezer. Keep on doing that. God bless you. Till next time, this is your friend, Pastor Josh.